This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. We've heard about red flags. Yes. It comes to uh, relationships. And uh, obviously a lot of women over the years have taken surveys. It's like, what are some red flags when it comes come to men? And it's things like, oh, you know, they don't have a job or no car. <laughs> or yeah. Yes. Those types of things. Just super like low level things. Um, how about some green flags? Okay. Green flags are the good things. They see a guy has some green flags and they're like, ooh, marriage material. He material. tips the server when we go out to dinner. Green flag. Yeah. He opens <laughs> the door for me. Yeah. He says, yeah, those good things. He has manners. A yeah. green flag, women say in a survey, 95% of women want a man who reads. Uh-oh. Count Jesse out. Ruh, row. And I'm like, mm, how often? Because well, I'm not like a guy. I do dream in the future. I would like to have like a little library at home, like a like a wooden, you know, the old school ones. It's almost like a study. I would love to have like a little room to chill. Anna, close your mouth, what, lower your I, eyebrows. I'm sorry. I'm just you. Do you don't like reading? But I like I like the you vibe like the of the room. Idea I like it. the room. I like the casualness of that room. I read. Okay, you want a show um, library? I would say Anna. Which I'd say probably on average maybe one book every year. Oh, is that too high? Oh, what? No, I'm shocked at how honest you were. Uh, yeah, I'd say maybe a book a year, maybe a half book a year. Although I've only known you a year. You've and known a half, me, so. and I've 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 read a book and a half since I've known you. What was that entire book? So there book you are. Right? You're about a, a book a year. No. Um, I don't think that you can use that. I don't think you can put that in your dating profile, like to read or like I read books. Well, the good news is I don't. That's good. I don't um, say I do. I also think, yeah, if someone were to ask you, do you read, I would, your best answer would probably be no. No, I'm honest about it. I'm okay. honest about it. I, I wonder if this green flag is like, if they find out, they're like, ooh. But if if it's missing from a profile or something, it's also not like, that itself is not a red flag that it's missing. It's just no. a plus. Yeah, I think it's just a plus because I do like to read. I don't, I couldn't tell you how many books I've read so far this year. I'm actively reading two books right now. I love to read, but I don't need someone who also reads but if a guy says that he does read and he wants to start talking books with me i find that very attractive interesting i think that is like i think it's super hot because it means that they're educated they uh it doesn't mean that you're not educated if you don't read i'm just saying like someone who reads i would assume is smart okay let me right? is this a green flag what i'm about to tell you a high credit score 
<laughs> what was the hesitation? Well, I mean, I, I know say, you yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't have that. I, so I know, but if that... the man has a high credit score, are you going to be like, well, I'm glad one of us has it together. Put a ring on it. Really? Oh, yeah. I look for someone who has their finances in order, even though mine are a complete mess. I still, if my finances are a mess, I don't want to then go for someone else whose finances are a mess. All right, green flags. What do you think? If they have a good relationship with their mom. Uh-oh, Anna, hold on. We had this whole Whoa. conversation earlier on today, and Anna's like, there, she does not think guys should be mama's boys. Well, yeah. And Why do you say mama's boys? Hold Just on. when you hear them talk on the phone. Yes, okay. They're respectful, yes. and they're nice. So, but, like, if they hang out with their mom, like, every three days, that might be a little weird, right? Is that yes. what you're saying, Anna? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Be respectful. I mean, just when you hear her talk. Yes. Yeah, respectful. Respect your mom. Don't be your mom's best friend. Mm. We don't need that. Right. And uh, no offense right. to the moms, but, like, you can't. We cannot have that. Right. We just had a whole topic Completely on this. Completely agree. We yeah. appreciate right. you calling. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Green flags. Uh, what do you consider a green flag? Being good with kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest one for me. Like, if a guy can go up and just interact with a child with, like, ease, that's like, I'm done. Like, I'm sold. Wow. Yeah, I'm falling in love. I would agree with that. Yeah. That's, it's very attractive. Yes. Absolutely, I don't read all yeah. the time, but I feel like I'm good with kids. There, there's your green there you flag. There Some, Sometimes you don't get a green flag. Sometimes you do. There you go. Jess. Right. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, B105. What do you consider a green flag? When he's held a job, when he's been at his job for a few years, it means he's dependable and reliable and trustworthy. Mm. Someone's going to keep bringing home the bacon. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Someone is swapping out their job every year or so. That doesn't look too good. I would agree with that. Exactly. Yeah. You always got a reason. They're like, oh, my boss. And it's just, you know, <laughs> excuses. Excuses. Yeah. And they, you know, they're just hard on me. And they're just, it's a. Everyone is. Yeah. Like, wow, yeah. Interesting. Uh, we appreciate you calling. Thank you. Absolutely. So I saw this thing and it was like strange, weirdest ways that people have made some extra cash. So a side hustle, it was a Reddit thread. And uh, people, they went on saying like, They'll bribe their kids. They'll pay their kids cash. You know, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. And so I was asking Jesse, like, what's the craziest job you've done? I've not had a lot of crazy Where, stuff. It doesn't have to be a full-time job either. It could just be a, something that you did that you made money. Uh, I remember when we would go to auctions all the time as a kid growing up. And I remember this old guy came up to me. He's like, young man, I will give you $5 if you pick up every piece of trash on the floor of this barn right now. And I'm like, all I could think about is all the candy I could buy at the concession stand for five bucks because my parents never gave me anything. Yeah. By the way, back then, $5 would buy you probably five different candy bars. Yeah. Things were super cheap. Or more. Yeah. Everything was like 60, 70 cents. It was yeah. really cheap. And I picked up every piece of trash and he handed me the five bucks and I never told my parents. <laughs> it was like this arrangement between me and a stranger. Okay. And I, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, more I, of that, I please. That. I don't really, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head of like a job that I have done in the past that was strange that I got paid for. But I will tell you right now, someone just asked, I, I have a trip to Thailand that I'm taking in May, right? For my 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan it out. I actually, I'm going with a, a travel group. But a friend reached out to me. He's like, hey, my buddy is looking at going to Thailand next year. And he wondered if I knew anyone that had pointers. I'm like, you know what? Give him my contact info. 
I am going to offer to book and plan their entire trip if they pay me. Like I'll be there. Um, but you don't. Do you know this person? What is that? No, and they don't know me, so they might say no. But what I was mm. trying to think, like, what would I charge them? Um, what is that called? Not a travel agent. Travel agent. Essentially, I'm going to offer to be someone's travel agent when I'm not a travel agent, and I've never done that. Well, I can tell. But you, I think I would do a good job if somebody, a stranger, said, "Hey, I will help you book your trip," <laughs> and I know nothing about their experience. I don't yeah. know the person. I would not. I don't think I would give them more than fifty dollars for that. Fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. I can to do these book on- an overseas trip to yeah. book their all of their hotels and activities. But they're not a travel them. agent. They, they they that's not what they do. It's more than fifty dollars. I'm not going to deceive them. I'm going to be honest. Like, hey, this is my first time doing it, but I think I'll do a great job. That's fair. You Depends if they'd be willing to do it all on their own. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't think. I used a travel agent one time, and they did. They figured out the the uh, the flights and everything, yeah. and but they made it seem like they were giving me a good deal, like an in, like a insider discount because of the people they work with. And but they never said what the fee was. They're like, here, here's everything. Here's your total cost. How much was it? Oh, back then it was. This was the Cancun trip. Okay, it was five days, all inclusive, everything, flight and everything for like eight hundred and eighty bucks a person. What? And I was just like. Is this That's travel agent working for free? Like, what's, what am I missing here? But you don't know what the travel agent I themselves made. I don't know what kickback they got. But at that point, it didn't even matter to me because I thought I was getting such... I had done some research myself, and they beat every deal that I could get for myself by a bunch. It, wow. it, it, so I'm like, well, they're getting something out of this, but I don't know what it is. Gosh, I was thinking about uh, saying $500. What? <laughs> That's Good fair. luck getting that out of a stranger that has no reason to think that you're going to do an amazing job. They don't that, know anything about you. I'm looking up. 500 bucks? And you got to get your foot in the door. In well, fact, I think the first one you should do for free. What? No. You have to, you got to get I'm referrals and stuff. For- <laughs> well, this, I'm so sorry. I don't know if this business is going to take off. Well, I haven't offered it yet. Again, I'm not going to deceive them. I'm going to be totally honest and upfront. But... <laughs> I will explain to them how good of a job I'll do. I'll take so much stress off their plate. Uh huh. It's 100% worth it. You're like, you're my first client. <laughs> I will devote so much time to this. $500 is a steal. Future clients will be charged 1000 Someone is on the phone. Hello. Hey, travel agents, uh, they don't get paid by the customers. See, what that's what paid? I'm saying. I think they get kickbacks for referring like companies and stuff, right? Yeah, because I used to be a travel agent for Disney, and I got paid through Disney. I did not get paid. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
by my company. Oh, Anna, you're okay. going to have to become so, a real traveler. Hold on a second, though. If they were willing, like, they just didn't want the stress of it all and they don't want to find a real travel agent, then, like, I'm like, listen, like, I'll do everything for you. Just, you got to write me a check. Like, I don't think that's so crazy. It's not like they have to do it. They they could go to AAA or something and have the same person do everything that you're going to do for free. And get a better deal. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't think you'd get too many customers. I'm still going to offer it. Okay. I'm still going you to try. Help them. What? You could help them for free and show them how to That's arrange it and everything. I could for help f- them for free. Uh, <laughs> Anna yeah. does, Hannah's not doing anything for free. Yeah, like I I'm a hustler. Yeah. I'm trying to make that extra cash. Like there's, no, well, we're going to work around this. No, <laughs> no, you're not going to get too many customers then when they can go oh, somewhere man. and get a yeah. I'm so sorry. Your travel <laughs> agent business failed. I haven't even Plus started. Plus, going to get an experienced travel agent. Oh, oh. man. Oh, another box <laughs> unchecked. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for calling. Thanks. All right. Bye. Jesse, I did something earlier today, and when I thought of you, I'm like, this is the opposite of everything that Jesse stands for. Like, you would never do this. Okay. There, We had a work concert earlier today and there were a few people here that don't, they don't work here. And I noticed one of the girls, I'm like, she looks so familiar. I swear I know her from something. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just go up to her. I'll ask her if maybe we went to the same high school together or something and I'll just figure out if I know her. And so I walked right up to her, real awkward. And I'm just like, hey girl, you look familiar. Did you go to uh, Coleraine High School? Because I feel like maybe we knew each other. She's like, yes, I did. And and then we got to talking and we found out that we did, we sat at lunch together or something in high school. But I'm like, this could have been very awkward, but I just went out of my way and kind of forced my way into it. And I thought of you because I'm like, you would have probably avoided even being in the same area as that person. I, I would have, if they brought it up to me, if they came up to me and said the exact same thing, I would have been open to that conversation. I'd have been like, it. it's always... It wouldn't have bothered me. No, but let's say the other way around. Yeah. No, I would not have done that unless I'm sure because it's that it's like that weird fear of rejection. Because if it's not true, they'd be like, "No, I don't know who you are," you know. And then it's just like, "Oh, yeah, sorry." I and it's just kind of awkward. So yes, I would have avoided that. But also, you're the same person who, if you go to the grocery store and you see like your neighbor there, you will actively avoid eye contact and even try to like run away. From the area yes. that they're in. Yeah, that's true. And let's not forget perhaps the most offensive example that you learned that you're a victim of. Of um, <gasps> The okay, stoplight. Why don't you go ahead yeah, and say it? I the will. parking lot? Jesse admitted to me, what, a couple months ago that mm. if he and I are leaving work at the same time and there's a stoplight, like before you can even exit our building, you come to a stoplight. And I go straight. Jesse always turns right. And when we are at that stoplight together, he will actively avoid looking in my direction because he doesn't want to make eye contact with me because it's weird because we're leaving and he does. We already said goodbye and he doesn't want to look at me. That's yes. accurate, actually. Yeah, um, what, what it weird, is, Jesse. What it is, I can sum this up under a big umbrella. It's it's. Like if I pull up to a stoplight and I see, I know the person in the lane next to me. I know that person. I will, I'll just pull in the lane behind them. I'd rather be behind them because I don't want to be next to somebody and have that moment where we look over at each other, go, 
Well, looky here. Look who ended up at the same stoplight at the same time. <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate those. Well, look at us here. How? Uh, what's what? It, what a small world. What? Do you hate like a human interaction? That's pretty much what you're uh, saying. Who cares? It's I, nice. I, it's, but, embar- hey, it's somehow awkward us. and embarrassing for me. And I'm just like, I don't like those opportunities. I don't don't know. It's not my thing. I could almost understand that. Same with the grocery store. Same with the grocery store. Yeah. And I could almost understand that with like your neighbors or people you don't really talk to that much. But when you said that you even feel that way about me, we just sat in here for four hours talking. That's exactly why. If if I never saw, if if that was the only time per day I saw you, or if it happened on the weekend, I would not do that. But we just spent all this time together. It's just like, all right, I gotta gotta go home. And you know what I would do if you ever were to make eye contact? Half the time, what I am doing, and you don't see it because you're never looking in my direction, sticking my tongue out at you, flipping Mm. the bird, doing something like that. All right, I promise you this. Next time we end up in that situation, that we're at the exact same light, I will stop. And I will make direct eye contact. Just do something weird. Don't. Sometimes I just make an, an ugly face at you. I'm, like, I'm not even. Put my truck in park. And look, <laughs> I'm going to give you more of what you want. Okay. I'm kidding. All right. Yeah, just I'm be kidding. weird. It's not that big of a deal. You sit in the weirdness. Accept the weirdness. Just bring <sighs> it in. It's okay. Be. It's okay to be weird. I've done. Okay I've done. I've done really well. I have my moments. Like I washed a fire truck in a tutu. Like I've come along. You have. I have less you. clothes on than you that day. Okay, I'll give you. Way. I'll give it to you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. Okay. Jesse and Anna's truth jar. All right, let's take off the lid of that truth jar. Let's pull out a question. These are questions that we ask the other person. We take turns. It's Anna's turn. Okay. Anna, what is something that you believed? When you were younger, that turned out not to be true. Hmm. Uh, I wholeheartedly believed for like a good portion of my childhood that my toys came to life when I was not around them. Whoa. And I, now I had a big, I had a very big imagination as a kid. Like I would think that I saw things and I heard things that were really not there. I just, if well, I. You had that imaginary friend. I had an imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was a very imaginative little kid and and I truly believed, I don't know if I maybe got the idea from like Toy Story or something, but I, I thought when I leave my room, I know what goes down. I know my toys are in here having like a party here in my bedroom. And so I would try to catch it happening. So I would leave the room. I'd leave my room, you know, set everything up, go walk away for a while. And then I'd be like, okay, I feel like it's enough time where they don't think I'm coming back. And I they've let their guard down. Yeah, like I think they're they've come to life now. And I try to like try to creep into my room and just like peer around the doorway and see if I could catch anything going down. And I remember, like, I named I named all of my toys. I even named like my dresser, my bed, like everything had a name. You named your dresser because I believed that yes, any item you thought everything in there. I thought everything was coming to life. Whoa. So I I thought like that's why I gave them names and I was like pretty serious about, you know, taking care of them and like I thought they were they were real. I remember my mom, she still to this day will will give me a hard time about she be like, You named everything. Your bed you know, had a name. Like, that's like, almost like a <laughs> that's like a beauty and the beast thing. It, like, or like that. And maybe that's where the dressers and all of that do come yeah. over the lamps and all that be ah uh, Yes, this is what Anna was thinking. Hold on, do I have? I Anna was on was the. Going uh, down. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Anna was on the west side of town in Colerain. Oh, wait, there uh, we go. 
Um, I'm, I'd say I'm a dry texture, but if somebody writes a longer paragraph, I notice this. If I scroll through uh, conversations, I will then write a longer paragraph uh, in response. Okay. So, yes. What uh, about you? Well, I'm not saying that there aren't times that I, I do the, the long texts, you know, if I got a lot to say. But usually I'm just real quick and short because I don't enjoy texting. I look at it as a way to communicate. I'm not interested in carrying on a text conversation with, like, my friend or something like all throughout the day. So with that huh. being said, sometimes I have friends that enjoy carrying a conversation on all throughout the day. That's me. Yeah. You are like that, which I've gotten used to it and that's fine. You're not always like that with me though. Not with you, but with other, there's with other I have friends like that's our, yeah. Well, I have some friends like that and they'll send me these long paragraphs and then I start to get anxiety. Like, Oh boy, now I got to send the long thing back and I'm not, I don't have the mental capacity for this right now, so I'll go days without responding until I finally get the mental capacity <sighs> to type something back in return. Well, so, and that's and I'm not the only one. Like that's that's what this is saying is that sometimes those paragraph texts give people anxiety. I agree. I do agree. Um, but I mean, you gotta write something back. I mean, if you write back a short line or something. You would think they would get the point, like, "Hey, I'm not looking to have like a super long conversation here." You know, yeah, I'm I'll not... get back to you in two to three business days. No, not days. that. I, <laughs> I was wondering if there's like a rule, like, at what point are you rude for not responding? And I think it's anything like, um, not rude, but like anything over twelve hours. If you've waited at least twelve hours to respond, or maybe even twenty-four, when you do finally respond, you need to acknowledge you waited so long. Do you acknowledge when you respond? Uh, yeah, I'll generally be like, hey, sorry, life got crazy. Sorry. Anyways. Crazy again, you know me. Yeah. They go, they <laughs> yeah. go through your thread every paragraph you open is, sorry, I've been busy. Sorry, I've been busy. Sorry, it took four days. But I think my the people who I text the most are kind of used to that. I mean, even you sometimes on the weekend, if if we are texting about something, you'll notice sometimes that it takes me hours to respond. Yeah, and if I really need a response, I will call you. I'm like, I this no, I don't have time to wait for this. No, 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 no. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, just sitting around with my mom. Look at your phone, Hannah. I know, but if I'm whatever I'm doing, I'm that's what I'm focused on. No, I get you. No. You are present, you are in the moment. Yeah. You are in some ways a better person than I am because of that. So it is is shown that more people, Anna, are eating dinner at restaurants between the hours of two and five PM. This, this number has doubled, the percentage of people that have done it has doubled in the last four years. Now, it's not a ton. It went from 5% to 10%. So 10% of people are rolling in between 2 and 5 for dinner. And as much as an old man you think I am, even I don't eat dinner that early. I'm more between 6 and 7. And if yeah. I'm eating, like if I'm going out to a restaurant... Dinner, I'd say between 6.30 and 7.30. That is like a prime spot for me. Yeah, which that seems about right. I, Because of the time that we work, I, I eat dinner a little later now. Like between usually, I would say 8 and 9 almost is when I'm eating dinner on average. Oh, that's right, because you but, don't eat it here. Because I don't, occasionally I'll eat it here. I don't have a set schedule, but occasionally I'll eat it here. But yeah, usually I'll wait until I get home and then I got to cook or go out. And so that so that's I, time. So I eat my dinner usually at work on a weeknight. At like six o'clock. And then at about nine is when I had my last snack of the day, my last meal of the day. And last night, I didn't realize how much, uh, how many calories are in this, but I've been eating skinny pop a lot. Yeah. And I poured a bowl, a gigantic bowl. And of course, you know, I weigh everything up for calories yeah. and all that. 
I checked it later. I was like, it's skinny pop. Can't be that bad. Over 500 calories in popcorn. I'm like, that's a lot. I was already, <laughs> I had like 100, 200 to spare for the day. And I went over by like three or 400. Eh. I'm like, ah, it's skinny. You'll be all right. It's called skinny pop. Yeah. Well, you know, marketing. Yeah. Skinny. Sure. It's healthy, right? But I haven't been eating peanut butter toast, which is like my, my go-to. Your, that's your 2 a.m. snack, isn't it? Yeah, but I have had no bread at home. So it's been a real problem. I don't know. If I eat if I eat dinner too early, like these everyone going to restaurants between two and five, I'm gonna need a second or third dinner. Well, what's to say these people aren't eating between two and five and then going to bed at like seven o'clock at night? Oh, that's true. My parents have told me that the old now that now that they're empty nesters and they're like getting a little older, they're like, Oh, we love to get to the restaurant around four thirty or five. Whoa. Beat the crowd and then we're back home by eight PM. Yeah. I'm like, that is so funny. Get your blanket, put on some TV. They were never like that. They ate really? dinner. Yeah, we always ate. When I was a kid growing up, we always ate dinner at like 7.30 or 8. Oh, it was no. always am I gonna be like, Am I going to be like your parents? You might be the one arriving at 3 p.m. for oh, dinner. No, I don't ever want to be that person. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. I do not ever want to be that person. <laughs> Tonight is the first night because we got an extra of Oktoberfest. Kicks off and goes all weekend. And I'm cracking up. And as Stat would say, Prost! <laughs> he loves that. And of course, Stat was there tonight and he did a barrel rolling contest. Yeah. And he won. He, no, he won looks the so excited. He has his later hosing on and everything. Yeah. Jumping for joy. Oh my Good for gosh. Stat. He's hilarious. You He's know, drinking beer, everything. And I'm like half German. And I have been to Oktoberfest, I think, once or twice before. Um, I feel like I've always been out of town when it happens. And of course, I'm out of town again this weekend. Which I'm bummed out. So I think next year... Let's look ahead for you because I think that you need to make it to Oktoberfest. I'm planning to go at least once or twice this weekend. Like a good brat sounds good. I love sauerkraut. Ooh, me Load too. it up. Uh, you know, and they have brought in, it, over the years, we've had like Oktoberfest foods show up at the radio station, like the little cream puffs. Ooh, or a and, potato uh, pancake the, maybe. Well, yeah, giant pretzels. A schnitzel. Schnitzel. I, I do like schnitzel. schnitzel is. Uh, you know what? You like sauerkraut. I do like First, sauerkraut. You, you should make your way to Oktoberfest one of these years, but my uh, dad makes sauerkraut. He does? Yeah, and it's really good. I just got a fresh jar in my fridge the other day, and I can bring you some if you'd like. Yeah. I uh, mean, in Iowa, the uh, specialty pizza at the place I worked at, Canadian bacon and sauerkraut. On a pizza? On a pizza. Now, what is the sauce? Is it, it's is, not It's red a sauce. regular red sauce. With uh, regular, you know, cheese. It's uh, cubed little chunks of Canadian bacon, not not slices. Yeah, yeah. Little like cubed up pieces, and the sauerkraut is drained and it's put on there before cooking. But so then you cook it and it comes out dry. And but you don't put sloppy sauerkraut. You drain oh, yeah. it before putting so it on. So it's kind of like a little crispy and That's warm. Right. That's right. It's good. It, I know oh. it's a weird combination, but it, it, it's the special. It's like the best the pizza that people ask for the most. Wow, what a strange combo. Yeah. Okay, I do like a yep. good sauerkraut. Don't say nice I was never brought broth. anything. Mm, yeah, there's I. Yep. Uh, Oktoberfest. It starts tonight. We get a bonus night, and it is going to feel great later on. Low of fifty-two. I'm going down to Knoxville this weekend. I'll be gone tomorrow yeah. and Monday. Uh, I'm definitely stopping at Bucky's on the way down. I love that gas station. I always, I always get the brisket sandwich. I get, I get gummy worms. The gummy worms are really good. And your favorite beaver nuggets? Be oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I get the beaver nuggets because my nephews love those too. So I pick up a bag of beaver nuggets. Do you have anything you'd like me to pick up at Bucky's? I, you know what? I've been to a Bucky's once in Texas, and that was years ago. So I don't. Oh. It's not like I have like. 
a favorite or anything. So I don't know. Is there something, is there anything cheesy you feel like I need to try? Or like, what's a Bucky's staple? Don't, I don't want the sweet stuff. Do you got something savory that's like a Bucky's staple? Like, Do you like um, almonds? No, that's sweet too. Well, no, they're not. But savory? Like, they do make, they have like they beef make, jerky? They make, oh, we do they? There oh, it is. Oh, bring me beef, back to the They have a beef jerk. jerky bar. Oh, bring me back some beef jerky then. Yeah, I'll what bring you back doing? some of them. You plan your trip down there. You go down to Bucky's just to visit. Get wow. Beef jerky. Yes. Well, no, bring me some. Really? Yes. Okay. You said plan a trip. No, you're stopping. Bring you, me yeah. some. Well, back. I know, but I mean, at some point, you need to experience it for yourself. Okay, you okay, can't depend on me for the rest of your life. <laughs> a very important question I'm going to ask you, Anna. What's and that? Uh, this will determine whether you and I could continue working together. Okay. <laughs> do you like candy corn? Yes. No, yeah. I do like candy corn, which is funny because most too. people despise it. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's a very divisive Halloween candy. Grover Collins finds himself funny. He sent uh, a meme to you and I earlier and said, yeah. I don't even know if he knows you like candy corn, but he knows I like it. And he, it's a meme. It's like a church sign or something, like a high school sign yeah. with the letters that they put on the front. And it says, it's candy corn season for all you crayon-eating psychopaths. <laughs> and then, of course, I'll get the meme every year. It's like, yeah. here's the proper way to eat candy corn. One, open the bag. Two, dump in the trash can. Yeah, I've seen that one. How about three, give it to Jesse. Eat it. Like, it, it was a funny thing. I don't even buy candy corn, but I'll eat it if it's in front of me. No, yeah, I'm not. I I also don't go to the store and just buy like bags of candy. I don't do that either. I don't want all of that sitting at my house when it's just me. I feel like a lot of things. I like a lot of things that people don't like when it comes to candy. I like grandma candy, like hard candies. Yeah. I like circus peanuts. That's where you lose me. Circus peanuts. I actually have like a traumatizing story from circus peanuts Mm. where I will never, I don't even want to, I don't even like seeing them. It makes me feel kind of queasy when I was a kid. Oh, I think you ate too many of them. No, No? my mom. No, my mom took us to the store and she's like, you can pick out one piece of candy because you guys were well behaved at the store today. And my sister and I were like, we want the circus peanuts. We'd never had them. And my mom's like, I'm telling you, you won't like those. You can't get those. And we're like, come on, mom. We love these things. Let us get them. We bagged her. And she was like, I'll buy these for you. You're going to eat every last one of them because I knew you wouldn't like it. We go home. We take one bite. We're like, this is disgusting. Really? And my mom, she didn't make us eat the whole bag, but she made us like, she acted like she was going to. She's like, you're going to eat a couple of them because I told you. And ever since then, I'm like, I can't. That's disgusting. My mom used to buy them and she used to have them sitting around the house. I love them. I love circus peanuts. And, uh, but I had the same thing happen one time. My parents were like, yeah, just go get anything you want. And I bought a box of, uh, Good and plenties, which are, you know, the same shape and size as like uh, Mike and Ike's and hot tamales. And I was like, oh, these are going to be good. Like a little chewy candy. Black licorice crap. I know. And even as like a seven-year-old, I had to throw the whole box away. I'm like, (laughs) I can't eat these. It's disgusting. That's the, the, I will draw the line of black licorice. Same with you. Yeah, I can't get into that. Uh, This is great. You and I. Look at this. We have agreed on multiple things. I'm shocked. This is really great. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. My emotion this evening, uh, my feeling rather, is one of, I feel let down. I had this great idea earlier in the show and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to attempt to become a travel agent. Oh. Never done it before, but I do have a trip to Thailand planned next year and a friend of a friend of a friend also wants to go to Thailand and they were wondering if anyone had pointers and I'm like, you know what I'll do? I think I'll offer my services, my traveling planning. Yeah, you did. Um, and I'll charge them a low price of $500. 
And then, of course, everyone wanted to call in and tell me how it doesn't work that way, and they don't think I'll get any business.、Um, well, they said, yeah, if you're a lot of travel agents that get paid by the companies, like, you know, the,、yeah. the hotels and all that、yeah. stuff. And、uh, um, so, what you, I mean, what are you going to do? I'm still going to offer my services and just and see what they say. I'm, I'm the kind of person you can tell me it's not going to work. I'm still going to try. Anna told me, she, she, Anna told me she was going to try to make her fee $500 for the first time ever as a travel agent. Yeah, because I'm giving them a hookup. For a stranger. The hook, what? The hookup is $500. You're doing it? Oh, oh, that's the deal. That's oh, it should be、price. more than that. It should be like $1,000? That's what I was thinking. Okay, well,、so. turn on those convincing skills. Turn on those sales,、yes. become a sales person. We'll see. We'll see.、Uh, my emotion today is、uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to spend time with my nephews. I'm going to be gone tomorrow and on Monday. And I get to go down and be Uncle Jesse, gets to be the babysitter、yeah. for like a whole、uh, less than 24 hours.、Um, my brother and my sister in law are going out of town. And they're like, hey, can you come down, stay the night with the boys? They're nine and six years old. And I'm excited because I have Super Mario Brothers, the movie backpacks full of things from like、oh, months ago. We had all、great. these like Mario things. Showed up to the radio station. I've not had a chance to give it to them yet. They're a huge、uh, Mario fan. So、oh. I'm driving down and I will do that tomorrow. And you're watching the boys overnight, right? Yes. Tomorrow night. Yeah, I still have、okay. no idea what's going on.、Uh, <laughs> they must trust me because I, I guess I'll get the lowdown tomorrow. But、um, yeah, yeah. it starts tomorrow afternoon. Have fun.、Thanks. Cool Uncle Jesse with the、cool、Mario backpacks. I'm going to find a way to like, work、uh, pizza and ice cream into the whole situation. Yeah. If it's them, yeah. 